wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic, which is going to be about transitioning, like transitioning from like a job to entrepreneurship, transitioning from post-summer vibes back into the productive fall, transitioning from doing things a different way in your business, even maybe taking things online or taking things back to in-person, just all things transitions. And I think We've all been transitioning a lot in the last 18 months, but we don't always consciously think about transitions and and what it looks like and what it means. And sometimes also don't really acknowledge all the things that we go through as we transition. So this is going to be a fun one. Blair, thoughts rolling in. I know you're going to die to say something because I can see it. So transitions, that's the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. And I was thinking about transitions, you know, we're in a transition of seasons from, you know, back from like everyone working from home, transitioning back to an office. I've had a lot of meetings recently of people who've transitioned from being like employees to entrepreneurs. And I also, when, when I talk about the word transition, I think about the word resilience. And I feel like there is um, a part of them that go hand in hand together. And I think some transitions are really long and slow and drawn out. And some just happen like in a blink of an eye because they have to. And some are really graceful and some are sloppy as fuck. And I've had a lot of transitions in my life, a lot of those like awkward um, Bermuda Triangle um, in between times while transitioning from one thing to the next. And I think we should talk about it because, you know, especially with social media, we only see the good stuff, but we don't talk about all the messy stuff that happens in the background. And, you know, Teresa and I come from such different backgrounds. And Teresa, that's what I love about you is you transitioned from a really, a really, um, successful corporate career to entrepreneurship and transformed similar, like what you were doing, which was management, which is similar to coaching into coaching. And I have woven all over the place. My business is 13. And sometimes I've had jobs while building my business. Sometimes my business was, you know, only a few hours a week. Sometimes it's 50 hours a week and I'm in a really great spot right now, but there's still transitions because it's not just with business. It's about life. Like changing cities. Like I just moved across the province 
And I transitioned and now I have to transition my whole business community, you know, my in-person business community and transitioning. And I'm just thinking a lot about that because the seasons are changing. The leaves are changing color here, unless you're somewhere warm that doesn't get fall. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think we're in this big state of shift. And I've said this before, shift faced. (laughs) Let's get a little shift faced. And I want to talk about transition. So why don't you maybe... Teresa, why don't you walk us through some of the transitions you've had in life, like the need to transition and, you know, kind of how did you prepare and what was happening on the outside and the inside? And how did you know it was time to make a transition? Oh, that is a good question. How did I know that it was time to make a transition? I think you never really quite know that it's the time to make the transition. But at one point, one call just becomes louder. And I think that a lot like even what you've just been mentioning, you know, the seasons are changing. Sometimes we change, you know, we change jobs, we change cities, we we change so many things. And I think that especially right now, this time of year, if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, you can really tune into the season to help you transition into this different season in your business, in your life, in your entrepreneurship um, as you're moving. Because this time of year always makes me really aware of how things are changing in my life in terms of what do I need to be able to, you know, show up with the energy that I want to show up with. And as the days are getting shorter and the nights are getting darker, um, (laughs) it's kind of that time too to take a step back and reflect and think, you know, what are the things I need to let go of? And it's that season of fall, right? Like we can learn from the trees, like trees just let go of their leaves. Like they're not, there's no resistance to that, right? Like they just drop the leaves, like the color changes in the most beautiful, vibrant colors. And then boom, off goes the leaves and the trees trust that the leaves will regrow come spring. And so I feel like this is really where we can lean in and be empowered by nature within our transition. So for me, transitioning from being the GM of a luxury boutique hotel to my business, my coaching business full time, it was a bit like that. You know, once I've once I made the decision, which took me three years to make that decision, let's just be super clear, because I think some people just think that I woke up one day and made that call and was like, oh, one day I woke up and I knew I wanted to have a coaching business. It was not like this, people. It was not like this at all. And like you said, there's we often only see the one side and you didn't see the, the three years of me struggling through this, coming to conclusions, making a decision, changing my mind, changing my mind again, um, withdrawing completely from the idea of ever leaving, going back to. So there was this like big like push and pull, you know, but eventually I was like, it's time to change colors and drop the leaves. And And I actually made that decision in the fall of 2019 and then jumped into, you know, my coaching business in January 2020 with a complete different intention of how my business was going to look like. And I actually was on a podcast interview this morning um, with Nikki, our guest we had last week. So I'm super excited to be on her Square Peg podcast. And it's funny that we're talking about transitions because I said to her, I was like, I feel like I've been in like shifting and pivot mode since January 2020 because of the way things unfolded, I've had constant change in the way I run my business, show up in my business, offer in my business. (laughs) Like seriously, like from, 
you know, the idea that I was going to work with leaders and hotels and, and do hotel management consulting to now really helping online entrepreneurs, you know, build and succeed in their businesses. Um, it, it was a big shift. And like, I've been shift faced for, <laughs> for, I don't know, 18 months, 18 months, ladies and gentlemen, I've been shift faced for 18 months. And, you know, I realized the last couple of weeks that I've been bottling up a lot of stuff and I really needed to just drop it all and take a break. And, 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 you know, something you said, and I'm sure you're going to love this play was you're like, sometimes, you know, it's just a little messy. And the message that has really come through for me these last two weeks is let it be messy. Who cares if it's messy, let it be messy, let the chaos and then trust that amongst the messy and the chaos, the next step will reveal itself. And that can be really tough for me sometimes because, you know, definitely kind of like to know what's coming and entrepreneurship has never been like that. And so I think the last two weeks have just been a, a big transition period. And for me, really owning the fact that, you know, there is a message in the messy and it's it's time to shift. It's time to shift gears. It's time to transition into fall. It's time to to get a little bit more precise um, on my messaging and how I want to show up the next couple of months. And it's time to really, you know, drop the leaves and hold steadfast on my center with my roots rooted in the fucking ground. Oh, wait. So what I'm hearing you say is let's get shift faced together. Okay. So how do you know it's time to get shift faced? Let's, let's just, you know, let's just stop using the word transition maybe. And it, you know, shift faced. I think there's a huge part of intuition with it too. Like sometimes, you know, it's time to move on. Sometimes, you know, it's time to up level. Sometimes, you know, it is just the time. And, you know, I want entrepreneurs out there to listen to what I'm about to say, because I've had a business and I know we've talked about this sometimes with my business in Vancouver, I had bartending jobs and cafe jobs because I had to make ends meet. And it's okay to have, you know, a side hustle. We don't really use the word hustle anymore, but you can have a side job and you can have a couple things and you can, you know, you don't have to niche. Like there's all these things that, you know, we think we have to do, or we think we don't need to do, or we shouldn't do. And let's throw all that stuff away. You know, I want to rewind to when I met my husband. I met my husband. We've been together for about 10, 10 years and I was living in Vancouver and he was living in Pemberton and we started dating and was long distance and I work for myself so I can go wherever I want. And so after visiting him, you know, multiple times, I thought, you know what, Shane, like, let's live together. And he said, no, well, I'm not living in Vancouver. I'm like, well, I guess I'm coming to Pemberton. He's like, can you handle that? Like, you know what? I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a job and build my business because my industry is about who, you know, and I don't know anyone in Whistler. And so I applied for a job, got hired. No, I applied for a job, had an interview, got hired and moved within a week and a half of that conversation. Okay. That's aggressive. That's a big shift. But what happened was, so I took a job and while building my business, I also had a job because I wanted to meet people and help me, you know, balance. Out. I got out of debt. It was really exciting and stuff. But what happened was as I had this job, building my business allowed me to um, really get out in the community and meet people. And eventually I left that, 
I left that job to go for work for another company who was a client who brought me in house. And it was a really cool opportunity that I have PTSD from. We don't need to talk about that, <laughs> but it involved television shows, a reality TV. And, um, you know, I, and I ended up leaving that position and this first job said, we really need your help. So I went in there and how did I know it was time to go in um, to leave? Like, how did I know it was time to stop just taking jobs? Stop taking jobs and just focus on my business. It was when I was filling, I was making more money with my clients than at my job consistently. It was that I was working, putting more time and passion into like what I was doing with my clients than with my job. And my job, I knew was a job. It wasn't somewhere where I had aspirations to grow and evolve. And, you know, I had, I was in a box. Like no one puts baby in a corner. I was in a box where my company got me excited and had all these ideas. So my intuition said, you know what, what are you doing? You don't need a job. You took a job because you didn't know anyone, but you know, people now you've built a successful business. You're sought after you're turning clients away. You don't also need a job. And so I let that go. I let that go. And, you know, even as of recently, like one of my clients brought me in house and unfortunately that did not end well. And my gut told me when it was time for it to end, it was time for me to be shift faced. It was very, very uncomfortable, very messy. It involved anti-Semitism towards me. It involved gaslighting. It was when I say messy, I'm talking messy. And it was very uncomfortable. The beginning of the pandemic, you know, I had this vision for the, the pivot I wanted to make in my business. And it was the beginning of the pandemic. And I walked away from a very well-paying opportunity. But my gut told me it was time. Right? Your gut knows. Your intuition knows. Yeah, your gut always knows. Intuition always wins. You know, I, I think that is a big, big thing. And it's interesting that you're bringing this up. And, and you know, you've made the, the shift, like that transition from, you know, full-time entrepreneurship, actually going back to um, being an employee, then going back to doing both, then, you know, understanding like that there is shift and it's kind of like the tide moving in and out. And, but it always comes back. And, and I think that's why sometimes you just know, like we can know things without knowing things. It's like, you know, like I know that my business is going to be incredibly successful. I know that I will have a multi-million dollar business. I know it's going to happen. I can't tell you when. And some days I can't even tell you how because it seems impossible. Um, um, it's, it's momentum. It's going to happen because of momentum, Teresa. It is going to happen because of momentum. But like it's, it's you know, I, I think in the messiness, of it all, we can get lost in our heads and, and our heads like to make logic of things. And sometimes the decisions we make from intuition aren't the ones that, you know, you fought through logically and you, you're not always going to pull, pull your calculator out and be like, oh, if I'm going to leave this job and if I can make this much with my clients, then I'm going to be fine, right? Like sometimes we see, hey, actually I can do more and be more without the job, right? Like when we're talking transition and other times we're like, you know what, right now getting that job feels really comfortable. And I've actually had, you know, again, like I had one of my one-to-one -one clients, we had this conversation today and, and I said, you know, if it feels good to have a job while you're building your business, while you're gaining the momentum, then maybe that's worth doing because you can always quit the job 
right? Like you can always quit the job when you're ready. And so I love that you shared that, but also that you shared both sides. You know, sometimes we feel the comfort in that and then we're doing it, but then our business naturally grows to a point where like, you know what, I'm out. And then other times we're in situations that really aren't good for us, where we are, you know, in your case, like that was a really really horrible environment to be in and you know that could happen to you not just at a job that could be in a relationship that you you're in that could be maybe the relationship you have with yourself right it's not always other people like we can be our own worst critics at time right but sometimes we also need to decide to drop right to drop the leaves to get brave and get shift faced again and make a bold move and make a change that that moves us into a new direction and i think that that is really key for everybody that's listening to know is that it's not always the clear old answer there isn't always like you know it's like you can know without knowing and at the same time be scared shitless that your shift facing move is going to go horribly wrong, right? So I think what I love about it is that it really brings color to life, right? Because otherwise, like, I mean, think about this, Blair. If we would know that every move we've ever made while shift facing through life, would it have been as vibrant and colorful and fun (sighs) if we would have known that it was all going to work out. I don't know. I mean, for me, that's a fucking no, because I'm pretty sure I would not be here talking to you if I would have made logical, calculated decisions. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, so you took three years to make the decision to leave the luxury boutique hotel where I am extremely impulsive. I always have been. I'm just like, I'm just like my dad. I, I am getting better at being less impulsive and being more rational, but still making quick decisions. And what I've learned is that if I want to do something immediately and I resist it, I want to do it even more and more. And all most of the time it works out because I'm resourceful in a way where I make it always work out. Like I'm really good when I am shift faced. I love being shift faced because I'm really great at problem solving, thinking on my toes. And I do a lot of things that aren't conventional. It's not like I, okay, what, what am I going to do today? I'm going to open the manual and see, let's, let's make these moves in my life. I, I often innovate and move in a direction because there's some, a need and maybe that need is to pay off debt. Maybe that need is to uh, meet people. And that's maybe why I take a job or have a job. And this is years ago. Maybe it is that I decide to take on only a few clients because I know I'm moving and I know that I want to dedicate time to moving or that I'm planning a big launch. Like, you know, this fall I'm, I'm publishing my second book and I'm launching empowerment, a six month social media um, group coaching program. So, you know, having a plan allows you to plan out when you're going to shift faced. Remember when you're young and you're all getting ready to go out to the dance or like the parties or in Winnipeg, we call them socials and you all get together with your friends. Cause you know, the plan, the plan is you got tickets last week, doors open at nine, you're going to go for 10 o'clock and you know, you're going to meet your friends there. So you all get ready at like six, you have dinner, you listen to music, you get ready. This is me and my girlfriends. We get, get together at one of our houses, do our hair, do each other's makeup, get ready, maybe have some pre-fun drinkies <laughs> and like get ready to go out to get, you know, get our party on, get our fun times on. Like I'm thinking back to a time 
where it's super applicable now to business. Like I can prepare to get shift faced. Like Teresa and I right now are getting ready. It's like we're doing our makeup. Instead, we're on a podcast talking about the things we're doing. You know, we're posting on social media. We are networking. We are doing our own things separately. We're doing things together. We are in this process of being shift faced to being million dollar businesses, multi million dollar businesses. And so we are pre gaming right now. This is the pre game before game time. We're tailgating, right? That's what Americans do at football. Or maybe Canadians do it too, but it gets cold here. But like we were tailgating. This is this is the tailgate. Like you are right now listening to the tailgate party. We are currently at the party getting shift-faced and you are along for the ride. This is episode 38. Like 38, 38 weeks. 38 weeks at this party. I love that we're having a tailgate party. That is such a good thing of saying we're getting ready for like the big game. Like, and we're already playing to win. You know, that's why we're like having a really good time having a tailgate party, right? Like, I think that, oh my God. I mean, where do I even start with all of the things that you just said? I wish you would have known me when I was like younger and like not, you know, when I was young, wild and free. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like, like, let's just face it. Like I was like, I had black hair and I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. And Ooh, my naughty. motto was life's a bitch. So <laughs> I think life's changed a lot in the last, like actually 18 years. So like, you know, I like, I sometimes laugh when I see photos of myself, but we would do the same thing. We would, you know, we'd go out, get ready. I mean, we'd party all night. I'm from Germany, right? Like nobody goes to the clubs until like 1 a.m. So, you know. Oh my God, that's so late. <laughs> yeah, right. now I'm like, how could I ever really be up? But yeah, and I would work. I worked in nightclubs. I was a bartender. Like I was hanging with the cool kids, you know? I was kind of one of those people that I was on every guest list. People would know me. That's why we're friends. Me and too. But it's because yeah, I sold roses. Like, yeah. And it was fun. It was really, really freaking fun. And so a lot has shifted and transitioned, you know, since then. But I, I think again, right, like bringing this back full circle with how we started this conversation is that I think when you're willing to transition, when you're willing to do something new, when you're willing to try, when you're willing to listen to your gut and make the decision that maybe doesn't make that much sense right in the moment, you get to experience life in a much different way. And the lessons learned in hindsight are so powerful. Like the lessons learned in hindsight are so powerful. And when we look back, and I shared this this morning actually with a group of people, when we look back and reflect, and, you know, I'm a huge like reflector. I'm like every month you got to reflect on your month and you got to draw the lessons and you got to let go of what doesn't work and you got to really learn. But when we do that, right, like we get to make better choices the next time, right? Like this last two weeks, like <clears throat> I haven't been feeling like super well, like I've been moving through a shit storm while being shift faced. Um, and, you know, what I realized was that I'm in the middle of a launch of launched, which we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, and I was going to run a masterclass and this happened 
bleh, this happened, the exact same thing happened in May. And I felt off and I went ahead and I ran a master class and it wasn't as like the way I wanted it to be. And like, I, I beat myself up and I remember making this decision that I wasn't going to do that again. And that next time I will listen to my intuition that's saying, you know what, just change it up, just change it up. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, right? But it feels safe for us to continue to follow the plan. And so sometimes when you make the plan, you got to trust that when it's time to throw away the plan and just shift face, it's a really fucking good choice. And you said this at the beginning, resilience and shift facing and transition go hand in hand. And that is it right there. Every time we shift face, Every time we transition, every time we allow ourselves to like, you know, get ready for the game, every time we up our tailgating game, right? Like every time we like add another like cozy chair out by the tailgate, we are getting ready, but we're also embracing the process and the journey above all else, because we know we'll be getting in there. Like we know, like game on people, game on. Game on, like put your favorite jersey on pull up a lazy boy chair pop some popcorn game freaking on okay so you know Teresa and i've been messaging back and forth about like we're ending this is the last month of the third quarter we're going into the last quarter of the year and i think it's actually scrap that i know it's going to be amazing i know it's going to be extremely fruitful i know because you know what I'm doing right now is I've, I've been resting. I've been resting. Like, you know, when you work out, you're supposed to not work out the same muscles every day. You have to let them rest because that's how they, you know, they repair and get bigger. And that's actually what I've been doing. I've had a very aggressive year, lots of loss, very awesome business successes. But I took the summer to rest, to move, to reset, to plant some roots. And Teresa and I have some really awesome things happening in the fall, including another launch of Momentum. Like, I can't even believe that we're coming up to ending our first cohort. Like, where has the time gone? Yeah, six months. That's finishing the end of October. So, yeah, we're like in month five, which is crazy when we think that momentum was a mere conversation less than 10 months ago. And we just got shift faced and made it happen. And, you know, and that was because we had a conversation on a patio on her deck, on Teresa's deck about success. And I said, girl, we got to put this on a podcast. These conversations are good to people reaching out. Do you guys do group coaching? Do you do, you know, coaching? And we looked at each other and said, yeah, we do. We built momentum. We actually also do two to one coaching if momentum's not right for you. But you're probably like, whoa, Blair. Teresa, what is momentum? Well, you can go to TeresaLambertCoaching.com backslash momentum. You can learn more about it. We're accepting only 10 people. It's a very intimate coaching program. It's a business accelerator where, um, you know, we're going to start filling our spots. But, you know, some of the wins we've had from the people that have been in this cohort, the amazing humans, is, you know, getting them featured in Forbes, launching their businesses, up-leveling their businesses, helping them with their social media content, ad strategies on Facebook, and so many other amazing things. And, you know, Teresa and I have, like, our knowledge is so deep and so different that it's so complementary. So, 
Soon we're going to start sharing some of the wins and testimonials from our first cohort. But if you've been following along to the 38 episodes or you're just listening for your first time or whatnot and you want in, we want you in. We want you in. So, you know, hit up Teresa's website, check out Momentum. Yeah. And now is the time to get in because we got pre-sale happening till the end of September. So price is going to go up. So if you know that you're interested, head to the page and, um, you know, you can always connect with us as well. You know, if you want to jump on a call with Blair and I and, and want to have a chat to see if this is a fit or maybe you're like, maybe I want more. Maybe I want more one-to-one time and actually have you to help me build my, you know, business one-to-one, then reach out to us. But yeah, pricing is going to go up. These 10 spots are going to go. Um, it's an incredible program. And like Blair said, like, I didn't even know, like our combined knowledge together is ridiculous. Um, but you know, more so also our ability to hold space for you and help you through some more energetic shifts and help you through the tough times and help you shift facing because we're really good at shift facing, especially when we face, adversity and difficult times and and you know it's not just the business stuff but it's also the community and the connection and it's knowing that you've got two people in your corner that you know are able to really hold a lot of pain and difficult times and and things like that and still show up and still be there for our clients and still like be there you know connected to our to our um, lives. And I think that that is really important because we sometimes forget that, but in business, having these connections, being surrounded by people that are building their businesses, like that in itself gives us so much momentum by being in this space and being connected and, and momentum is that, and we're going to run momentum um again it starts this fall you can drop it now actually we kick off december 15th going to be a really special pre-christmas welcome call i already have some really cool and fun ideas and then we we really start the year together so you can literally start 2022 off with blair and i like in your back pocket 2022 2022 Ooh, good one. And it's going to be a good one. Well, you know what? It's been fun getting shift faced with all of you. I really hope that this conversation inspired you to make a change, follow your gut, really listen to those feelings you have. You know, we're here for you. We're here to inspire you, edutain you, help you up level, give you the velocity that you need to take your business to the next level, give you that momentum. And it is Blair and Teresa here. Thank you for dissecting success with us this week. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.